We're up to Dafnun, and uh, we're, we're up to the story of Akiva, which actually we had in Ksubis as well. A few details there that we don't have here. And vice versa. Rabbi Akiva, three lines on the top of the page. Akiva married the daughter of Kalva Sabua. Anybody came to his house hungry, came out full. Shama Kalva Sabua. Kalva Sabua found out whose daughter married, and he, of course, didn't approve. He made a nether that she cannot have any benefit from his entire estate. And in the story in Ksubis, later on, he uh, regretted it. Oslo, she went in Sibale, and they married, and they got married in Sisva, they got married on their own. Have they gone to Beitivna? And they lived in a little place, and all they had there was really straw. They didn't have much to, uh, to, to very poor. And they slept between the straw. They had no beds or anything else. Imagine her, where she came from, that she had. And what did she see in her? She was, uh, she was an Amorite at that time. Yeah. <clears throat> So Moses Shaim learned, he already started learning, because otherwise, oh, I'll tell you in a minute the problem. Uh, he, he or she used to pluck out from each other the straw from the hair. Some of she did it from him, or he did it from her. Amallah, he said to her, if I would have money, you know what I would buy you? A present? A tira. Like, looking like the shape of Yerushalayim. And as Zacharayim say, Rabbi Kiva was an Amalu Meshachist. He believed Bakachva was a Meshachist. When they went to the mountain there and they were all crying, the Tamim, then a Makas, he was laughing. He lived with Mashiach. He lived with Mashiach. So, what was the gift that he was going to give her? He wanted that constantly to look at her, he would see Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim Mirabnuya. Pretty amazing thing. Asaliyo came along Yelio. Idam Elohim Kanosh. I love Elio, you know, masquerade as if he's an ordinary person. The Kakariabala came to their doorway. Amalu, how will he put to the Tivna? Give me a little straw. The Yeladat at Itzi, my wife gave birth. The Leslie and Maiden Laguna have nowhere to, to sleep to cover. In other words, he wanted to show that you think you're bad. I'm worse than you. You at least have straw. Be happy. I don't even have that. Amalu, Abakiba, Abakiba said to his wife, Chazi, look, Gavra, this person, I feel Tivna doesn't even have straw. So we should feel. Happy. Amrle, she said to him, Zil have a up. He said, Why don't you go and learn in Yeshiva? Go learn. I mean, if you think about it, what a strange idea. They have no money, they're poverty. And she said, Go, go, go to Yeshiva and learn. Anyway, Osli went, I've retired the session, he was there for 12 years, yeah, come made up. Sure. Just tell you the story because he told it, uh, and we all came and asked him for straw. Just telling you, telling you why he was, I guess, saying more and more describing her Messiah's Nefesh. That, that, that they were so poor, they used to make this necessarily on Avi, but they're just describing how kind of special woman she was. He's waiting for it to say that she gave him straw or something. Oh. <laughs> no, different story. Moving right along. <laughs> anyway, Osley went for Tatishi 12 years, Kamir Abu Lezab, she went to Abu Lezab, Abu Shua. She went by them. The Mishlim Tatis at the end of the 12 years, who kept his word and he went back home. Shomim Basi heard from behind the doors the Kamali Khad Russia. Engineer Mar describes that person as a Russia. She's alone for 12 years. The husband left as an Amorit. She came from a very wealthy family. And this guy saying, You're crazy? Why call him a Russia? Unless 
he either had other thoughts in mind because she's still a married woman, or um, he's a Russia for other reasons. Anyway, but this incident itself doesn't necessarily mean he's a Russia. Maybe he was Pasha Rachmanus and she's a living Almana. Anyway, and we have all those Gemarzik Subas there about these people who used to go and come back once a year every year in Kippur and all those Gemarzik in the Samachs. And the Lebi said to his wife, Shapir Avalachavuch, your father's right. Chodah, first of all, Dredomelach, not in your class. You outclass him. And next, second of all, Shavkilach Armolachayas, you are living on Mana. Kulashin, Kulashin, all these years. Amla, you said to him, Mitzayis, let the leave. My husband would listen to me. Levi Tatashin and Achimiyasa. If he's learning, let him go for another 12 years. Omar, Abkiva heard that. And he said, Hoyo, the Yavad, the Shusha, since he gave permission, I will go back and huddle Ozzah. He went again. He didn't walk into the house because he was scared. If he walk in, he wouldn't have the courage to leave again a second time. This way, he didn't go in and he can spray where he go. In Shubit said he came with 12,000 Tamidim. He came out of 24,000 Tamidim, or one version here, he came with 24,000 pairs of Tamidim, or 48,000 Tamidim. How were they able to hear him? No wonder they all fell asleep in this classic. She couldn't push from his voice. She at the top sheet, and, and, and those told the other students. Not for Obviously, everybody went out to greet him. But after he comes to Mepeglapi, she also went out to greet him. That same Russia is still there. He's hanging around another 12 years. I'll give him credit. He's he's just as tenacious as Rebekah is. Where you? Where do you think you're going? They're not going to let you go to see this tzaddik. Like you said, you're there. Tzaddik knows the nefesh of Bahamut. Rashi has two versions whether she actually knew it was Abba Kiva and she was talking about herself or she was talking about just any tzaddik knows that every person is, is, is important. She went to see Rabbi Kiva. They were pushing her away. What are you pushing your way forward for? You know, he said to them, let her be. The famous immortal words. Everything that I have, everything you have, all belongs to her. Shama Kalbasavua Kalbash were heard Osav Ichalanidre. He went to be shown that if remember Subas, he didn't know it was Rabakina. He just went, he had Kharot after all these years. Uh, he went and the big Shaila as a whole bunch of Shaila said. How was Abakiva able to be Mata Nedr for his father-in-law in the gay Badama? He's, he's in a gay bedama. So, so <coughs> he was the one who found the Pesach, the way to get out of it, but he didn't actually pass it with three others, or he was one out of the three, and then maybe allowed to. But each day was Mate. On what basis was he? Mate was Mate. They, he, it was Neulet. He said to him, Had you, if you were to realize that Bakiba would have been Tamachach, would you have done this? And everybody asked, We're going to learn with your mother later on that if, uh, let's say, you make a net, I don't have any love for this person. And a few years later, the guy decided to learn how to play music. And you have a chasna, you want to hire him. So, oh, if I would have known to be a musician, I would never would have asked it. That's called Neulet. You can't make that. That's not called a Pesach. Because at the it time, didn't it, it didn't exist. Neulet has to be that it was already existing, you just weren't aware. Every century, every more than so. This, so that, but based on that, I was showing they were saying that I'm a keeper. He started learning, he started already. So, Chilik is how much, okay? So, then the second knows more. But if he wouldn't have been learning at all, if it was a total Amod, remember he said, Mark Sachin, if I'm test that if when I was an Amod, so if I saw Tom Chachim, I would rip him apart at that stage when he married her, he was not that, he was already better than that.
Now the Gemara says, Minshit six different things made the Rebekah a wealthy man. Here he was destitute, so impoverished, he didn't even have straw. He didn't even have anything, just straw. And yet six different things happened to him that he became very wealthy. You have to wonder, you know, what do you need all six for? Kalbos, Edom is not enough. But listen to these six stories. Um, six different things called Rebekah to come so wealthy. First of all, Mikalbos, obviously. <clears throat> Second thing is, Min Eila de Swinta. In the front of every ship, they have this, uh, what do you call it, a, mas- a mascot or something. So they used to have a box. Or they used to have a shape of either a ram or something else. It's supposed to be a good luck, a good omen. And it was hollow inside, and they would store their jewelry, their gold, and everything else. And because it was out there in the front, nobody can really rip it off, because anybody can see what you're doing. It was open. The Chosrin, every ship does that. One day, they forgot to put it on the front of the ship. They left it on the shore. Uh, so who Ashkenaz? Kiva happened to reward chance chance upon it on the shore, and he took the box home. <clears throat> That's number two. Came very wealthy. Number three, Gavza, also from the box. What box? The Zimnachad happened once. Once he, he gave the sailor. He said he gave him four gold, he gave four coins. He said to him, "I silly made you traveling abroad. Bring me something back." Well, Ashkenaz, the only thing this guy found was a Gavza al Kivyami. He found this box and he thought it was empty. It was heavy. It was a heavy chest because it was metal. But he thought it was empty and he couldn't open it. It was locked maybe. He didn't even bother opening it. It looked rusty and all that. I saw a brother of Kiva. He said, this is what we did. This is all I can find. Take it. He opened it up and he found that it was full of coins. And they, they said to him, give wait, we'll bring it back some more. They thought this is worthless, and you know, you gave us four four coins, it's not even worth four coins. Riley he opened it up, he found full of chest full of coins. As even another time, and where did the coins come from? Where does this chest full of coins come from? But as even once happened that Thomas Finos, the ship drowned, the cool iska have all the, the business that this people in that ship did over the, the time they were abroad was they put in this chest and then they the capsized and then. How does he know that the boxes have to be coated? No, some money. There's no some money. And the money. We have any money. We have no, no. It's Zutta Shalyam. If something is 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 drowned in the water, that's what we're saying. The story. That's exactly. We want and then the next, I mean, Matunisa, what happened over here? There's another famous story, interesting story is <clears throat> um, a lot of good. you don't have the word Matunisa, but it was matriarch. What happened was that um, either the Eden and Etosol need money, either the Kivan need money, or Tabi need money. Every interesting how each tradition brings the same story, but they vary it slightly in the details. But anyway, the bottom line is. That they want, you know, he went to borrow money from this matriarch, from this aristocrat, and she said, Who's gonna get who are the guarantors? You know, why should I lend you the money? This obviously before Rebekah came very wealthy. So, um, Rebekah so said, Who do you want to be the guarantors? So she said, The Abishta and the and the ocean. So he agreed, the Abishta and the ocean. And, um, anyway, what happened was, um, this the, the, the daughter it came the time to pay Rebekah was sick, he couldn't meet the deadline. The daughter of the king became crazy. Suddenly, Mashagas hit her. She went into the treasury, picked up the biggest, you know, the most expensive jewelry, and just tossed it into the ocean. And the waves came and swept it up and brought it to this aristocrat's house. So Rakiva came to pay, and first he apologized. He apologized. 
you know what the Abish brought here? Much more than you ever uh, intended to give me. So that money that you brought with you to pay me back, it's yours. Plus, according to one of the variations, she gave him for more presents. And the next case is Min Ishtay Shel Turus Rufus Harasha. Turus Rufus Harasha is the one who killed Rabbi Akiva. So some people want to say, and I saw Ruga Malchus. But if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, I'll tell you the story, but Rashi adds one word that tells you that couldn't have been the same person. Rashi says, oh yeah, the story is everyone brings more or less the same story. But there was a person called Rufus. It was a minister at the, by the king, and Rabbi Akiva used to taunt him all the time with all these, he used to slug him up with all these looking. So finally, he went home one day to his wife and said, I can't take this anymore. He, can't, he ridicules me in front of everybody. So she said, leave it to me. Give it permission. I can seduce him. Because Abish hates is zero more than anything else. Like Bilam said to, uh, to Mayor Bullock. So off she went, dressed up. And it doesn't bring it here, but there says that she lifted her dress over there. And suddenly his old room was shining. Akiva started to laugh. He spat, he laughed, and he cried. So she said to him, what a strange behavior. He said, two of them I'll tell you and one of them I won't tell you. I spat because you come from the Tzipah and I cried because this beautiful person is going to eventually die and be buried and become dust. And uh, that's why I cried. So why would you laugh? And say. Kondrashi, um, he did say. He said, one day you're going to marry me. But according to all the other Rishayim, after she realized that she lost, he said, can I do Tzipah? He said, become a gay. She became a gay. She married him and brought all the money with her to him. And according to Rashi, the husband died and then she married Rabbi Kiva. So it couldn't be that this is the same person, same person as Rashi. And then with Tia Bar Shalom. Tia Bar Shalom was another person. The whole story there was a guy and the king wanted to kill Eden and he gave him a, a whole muscle how to kill Eden and, and, and he came back with a response. So the king said, okay, you're right, I won't kill Eden, but there's a lawyer, you're not allowed to win the king in a debate. So we're gonna we're gonna kill you, and uh, and as they're about to kill him, so, uh, somebody said you're defending the Eden, you're dying, you're defending Eden. Why don't you become a Eden already? So he went and he bit his bris off, and he gave himself a bris miller, and and he died as a Eden. And he said, I want all my money to go, or half my money to go to Abiyakim, which is what happened. Kitia, I guess, maybe Kitia, because they cut him, cut him down. Abgamda, talking about the story like that. So Abgamda gave four coins of funai to a sailor, so he made him bring something back, but Ashka couldn't find anything. Asula then brought him a monkey. He found the monkey, brought him a monkey. He stopped the monkey slipped away. The monkey slipped away and he ended up in some little hole. They started digging after the monkey and Ashka, they found the revere. The monkey was sitting on beautiful gems. I seen Lake Kuli, took it all out, and he became very wealthy. Umbro Le Baskes, we had the same story in Tainas, the Baskes, and Shubh Nanya. Taida Mufuara, Bechle Mukhur, how can such a, you're such an ugly person, and the Taida, such a beautiful Taida, should sit inside you. Umbro Le Limdi Mibesa, I learned from your family. Tell me, where do you store your wife? Umbro Le Bemana Nipachna, what do you mean? In clay jugs. Everyone else can't afford to use clay jugs. But you, the royal family, the man of the Pachlin. You should put it in gold and silver. A cask. Okay. Other she went, she put in silver and gold. The Saudi turned turned sour. Um he said to her, you see, after rice decay, the same thing with Taylor. Because if you're you're very uh if you become very beautiful, you become vain, and then you become Balgaiva, and the Taylor does not serve somebody as a Balgaiva. Lika Shapid and Gimim, which is I know people who are handsome and they can yell at him. Um said, he have his sonu. If they will be ugly, 
Maybe they would learn better. But sabr generally means hate. It means not so much that it'd be ugly, but more that they wouldn't despise their beautiful. Exactly. Or they wouldn't <clears throat> wouldn't take it as a make it. They wouldn't use it to make them vain. Like that kid we had in there became a nozzle because he saw how handsome he was. He wanted to. It's famous to be very good looking. But the only shortcoming he had was he didn't have a beard. And Abuda found her guilty. She said, Yes, good sir. He was short, but Rabba Kisi, a big fat stomach. He was dark. I guess blonde is better than being dark. But Rabba Shine has large teeth. All these exaggerated points mocking him. She come and consult my Rebbe. He eats a bishamta. She put in chayim. Poka, her she obviously had a dibuk or something, some shed inside her. The spirit of Mason, she died. It says the Mishnah Mutu be beir tumit. It's not called the mavushal. It's not called tafshul tumit. What's a beir tumit? My beir tumit. Our Mishnah says, "Avde the overlay shavi alpha dinner." Any ever knows how to do this is worth a thousand coins. Umayla alpha zim. This is what you do. You take an egg. Machlek is achreni with with a shell without a shell. You take an egg and you cook it alpha zim le b'maichem. Maybe one thousand times in hot water and boil in hot water. Then alpha zim le Every time after hot water, you put in cold water, hot water, cold water. Add the mezut until it shrinks. He heichet the balusi. You can swallow it in one go. You can swallow it in one go. The im isa kiva sadichle. If you have any sicknesses inside your stomach and your esophagus, whatever it is, it'll pick it up. It'll tear it off. It'll take it away with it. The kadnafke when you go to the bathroom, but also yada asya my summer midboyle. It, you know, we'll know exactly what diseases you have. Just like today, you take all these tests and everything else, urine tests and everything else, and they test your urine to see what diseases you have. They did this, it's amazing. They did this egg, and any disease that you had would leach, you know, would latch onto this egg, and they would analyze it, and they would realize what sicknesses you have. Over my mitzvah, and what kind of, what cure you? Shmuel had the body Shmuel himself was a doctor, but Shmuel, he would check himself with Some say kuchah means a cabbage. Others say, uh, others say they don't know what it is. But he would check himself because he didn't know how to make this egg. And loved after a thousand times, it might be exaggerated, but still, we had to do it a lot. Had the mission in until he would pass out. And his family would pull the hair out when they would see, you know, Shmuel in this state. And as we learned, we learned over there in the mission, um, that if somebody, let's say, your know, dinner is if a worker works in the field, he's allowed to eat from the fruits while he's picking while he's working in the field, you know, just like by an animal, you say, a is allowed to take, but only of that particular kind. You're picking peaches, you take peaches, you don't take the cherries. Picking cherries, you take the cherries, other peaches. So within figs itself, there's different categories of figs. So if you're working with this kind of figs called chlupsin, which is a very poor quality, do not eat the, the, the better quality figs is b'nei sheva. They can only eat from that, and even though they're both figs, it's not the same. If even though the Balbos would be very happy if instead of Sheva you would eat Klupsin, nevertheless, don't they? Interesting, why not? If the Balbos, I mean, this is a poor quality. If you want to eat the poor quality rather than the better quality, it's a different min. <clears throat> you think the Balbos would be very happy if you do that. Anyway, my Klupsin, meaning the same figs, the Abdul Minoin, they'll make from it left you some kind of food. Who gave the person to the other? He once gave him, he gave his evidence to his friend, and he paid his friend to teach him like good alpha minute to teach him how to make 1,000 different ways of making a certain kind of food with these figs. He only taught him 800 different ways, different recipes. 
Hazamladina, he took him to the toilet. I paid you for a thousand recipes, you only gave him 800. The Khan made the Rebbe. Now, Rebbe is very wealthy, right? Even cucumbers and radishes or whatever, nothing was missing from his table all seasons. Amr Rebbe, Rebbe said, our ancestors said, we don't even know what good is anymore. You think you know what Gashmis is? You don't have an idea. He's This, we haven't even seen like one recipe. He gave you 800. How spoiled can you be that you need more than 800? <clears throat> Rebbe made us a chasne for his own son. So Rav Shimon Bre must be his son. Cost of our base Gidna. So Barka Potter was not invited to this party. So he wrote the essay about Alfred the Buyim Gidre Nofko Bez Gidna Dain Leazar Barka Potter. What a bit he wrote graffiti everywhere, and he wrote that Rebbe spent well. 10,000, 10,000 times a thousand is 10 million times 24 is 240 million dollars he spent on this chasna. And he still couldn't afford to invite me. Now, Rebbe didn't invite Bakapati because he always had a good sense of humor. And Rebbe was a very serious, stern person. And if he would laugh for that minute, he wouldn't think about Kali Yisrael. And he was constantly doubting him how to call Yisrael. Even though we know that many Rebbe's around the world, you know, we have, you know, Hesh Lastapoli, which became, you know, a lesson and everything else, but he's a real person. And he was there to remember Samech's Rebbe. And, and many of the Bain had throughout all the guys. Saying you exactly, many of the Bain had uh, somebody to lift their spirits because you're know, listening to all the people sodas and thinking about calling your soul. It puts you down. You have to lift their spirits. Um, he didn't want to laugh. And tomorrow we'll read about what how what what, what even by Chas. Did. Even by Chas. And this is what Kapora said. Rebbe, who did not carry out Hashem's wish because he didn't invite me. This is what happened. And look how wealthy he is. Imagine the people will be do the Abish's will, like invite me to their parties. Surely they'll do well. Maybe this is part of his bathroom. Could be. Azamne. So let me invite him. Omar, now he said, Look at Abish to pay somebody who did Abish's rots in this world. Imagine. Rebbe, today Rebbe would, would laugh. I must explain why he didn't laugh because Peronis would come to the world. And before I explain, because it, they, um, they bring from the Rashi and the Msechta that, that he was constantly thinking about Kali Yisrael. He'd laugh for that moment, he'd be distracted. He's not davening. He said, Don't make me laugh. If you don't make me laugh during this chasna, I'll, bring you, I'll give you four <coughs> piles of, of wheat. Amalek. Amalek said, Lerzemar, the whole griever, the beina shikal shakilna. He says, Shakal. He said, Okay, I'll come, I'll come and see you, and I'll, uh, and you give me whatever I give you, bring, you'll give me the my measures of uh, wheat that you just said. Shakal de Kula Rabba, he took a giant basket, half your kufri, he put pitch inside so none of the grain will fall through. The Sahma that he turned it over on his head. So he looked like a clown. But as he went, give me now the four piles of wheat. you owe me. Rebbe, Rebbe saw Bakapor, was a big Bakapor, was a Talmud Chavar of Rebbe. He was a Tan as well as he was a Talmud Rebbe. Rebbe saw him look like a clown. So he started to laugh. Omer, lava is hard to look like Did I tell you not to make me laugh? I didn't like come to make you laugh. I came here to collect my wheat. And tomorrow we'll see what happens to the Hasanah. In tomorrow, Mr. Chef. Interesting, Gamar. The bottom line with Dabzain Trevor.
like a part of felt that you have to make it that be happy because you have to eat the shamba simcha. Okay, have a good day, everybody. <laughs>